every level you get better is that much of a new tier. That kind of going from a snot-nosed, not knowing a goddamn thing kid to this 75,000 stadium, I'm like, oh god. I think I might have shit my pants that first time, <laughs> yeah. if we're being honest. Hi guys, welcome to the More Than Backpacking Podcast, Super Bowl 2019 episode. I'm not really into or care about American football, but it is the Super Bowl weekend and this episode is with an ex-Green Bay Packers star, Jake Dowdy. We talk about his career in football from college to professional and loads more things like should college players get paid and post-professional football what he did, living with regrets, no regrets, living more experience as possible and enjoying the journey when you're there, realising the amazing journey you're on. So uh, I hope you enjoy the episode, guys. Stick it out. I hope you laugh as much as I did during a conversation I had with Jake and how much I laugh when I'm around him. He's a great guy. So enjoy the episode. Your, uh, YouTube channel? On my podcast. Ah, cool. So, uh, when, you know the other day when you said you're paying in front of like 90,000? Yeah. That's your best attendance, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah was yeah. that for school? That was for the school, yeah. Professionally, the most I ever played for was Green Bay. That's, that's been 60 or 70,000. So you played at the Green Bay Stadium? Yeah. What's that it was called? the team I was on. What's it called? Was it cold? What's the stadium called? Cold? No, what's the name of the stadium? Oh, um, Lambeau Field. Mam- Mambo Field? Lambo. Lambo. Oh, Have like you ever heard of the Lambo? Yeah, kind of. But shorted. shorted. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever heard of the Lambo Leap? Lambo like, Leap? Yeah, yeah, after like, somebody scores, they jump into the like the fans pretty much, and the fans go wild and they celebrate with the uh, the players. Did scored. you ever do that? No. I was on defense. I never scored. So you never scored? <laughs> <laughs> wait, so, uh, wait, so. So tell me about your career. So you, you, so from college, you went to. So I played in college. To at Utah State. Yeah, at Utah State, had a half decent career there. Then after that, played for the Packers for a bit. After the Packers, they released me, and then I went up to Canada. Played in Canada for a year. Got a few injuries, and after that, I had opportunities to play other where other other places, but decided to stop playing. So did you have other opportunities in America or Canada? Yes, both. Both? Yeah, I, was, I had Tampa Bay workouts, workouts with Philadelphia. So wait, what's a workout? Like so a tryout? It's kind of a tryout. Is they, they invite you to camp and shit like that, and you go through their camp, and then... It's pretty much like with a tryout. With their first team? Yeah, it's pretty much like, yeah, yeah, it's So much you like could only go to one workout, really? You have, you have to choose the workout? Uh... Kind of. It depends on like when you're asked to do them. But I have multiple ones asked on the same day, and then yeah, I choose one. Right. And then another like a week later, got asked another one. So it's just a day. A workout is a day. Or a couple. Or a couple. Okay. Yeah, it can be up to like a week. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So from college then. So you didn't get. Did you get drafted? No, 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 I didn't get drafted. So how did how did you get on the Packers without getting drafted? They're they're management, whatever the hell you want to call them, contacted my agent. My agent contacted me 
and then between them and a few other teams who all wanted me to come there, they're the team I chose. So then I went with them, right. and I was with them. So it's all through my agent. Yeah, 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 okay. See them? So I don't, I, didn't, I never actually spoke directly to the team. It was all through you just the agent. Up. Yeah. Yeah, and then the agent did all the negotiating and that shit for me. So does the agent uh, have numerous people, like numerous players under yes. his belt? Yeah. How did you right. get him? He, he came to me in college. Right. And said, I want to represent you when you're going to play afterwards. And I said, okay. So and did you always know you were going to be, like, good enough to go to, like, that level? No. I had did, no fucking idea. Did, when did you realize that? <laughs> <laughs> um, probably halfway through college. To college and play athletics for four years. And then I started my last two years in college. And then had some half-decent success playing. So then after that, I had an opportunity to play on it. Wait, so you only played in your last two years of college? Started. Oh, right, so yeah. yeah. Did you get a scholarship for your first two years or one? My first one I did not, and then after that I did. So were you a walk-on? Yeah. Okay. Last just explained what a walk-on was yes. to me. Yes, yeah, yeah. The, uh... <clears throat> oh. And, uh, so, like, were you nervous when you went to go and play with the Packers? So, like, you were with the... I bet, did you know Cullen at this point? I know what? Did you know Cullen at, at, when you were playing for the Packers? Yes. So, like, he, was, like, my, he was, like, my best friend growing up, so he had, like, the tattoo and the shirts when I signed. Like, he already had all that. Oh, my so God. He was so, loving. like, his best mate was playing for his team. Yeah. Wow, so he was crazy. He was loving it. Yeah. So, did you get him, like... Were you telling him about the players and stuff like that? Yeah. That and then Lars, Lars came out. Do you, do you know much about American football? A little bit. Do you know Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. So Lars has a picture with Aaron Rodgers and me and my brother all on Lambeau Field from when I was playing with them. Yeah. Because that's, that's Lars' favorite team too. Really? So when Lars, Lars and his dad came out and it was on like a family day or whatever. So my family didn't make it, but Lars and his dad did, you know, some of my best friends from back home in Utah. So they came on the field and hung out with the players and me and the coaches, and then we sat on the field as, like, a team and everyone that's close to us and watched fireworks over Lambeau Field together. Oh, really? Uh, it's pretty cool. So that was good for Lars that your family couldn't make it. Yeah. Lars yeah. <laughs> <laughs> benefited from my parents being shitty enough not to come. Yeah. <laughs> So like you just you, like like tell me through your first day that you turned up to Packers. Like this is like one of the most successful teams, right? Yeah. Historically. And like that, yes. Historically, and they they got like because aren't they really big? Because where they are in the north of the US, it's like they got a big scope. Well, yeah. like they're from Utah and they support Packers. So. Yes. Oh, and everyone Packers is like everyone across the nation. Like most people like the Packers. Yeah. But um, I mean, first day I showed up, bro. It's, so you were 22? Yeah, I was 22. Showed up with them. And these guys, this is, it, it's hard to describe, is, is these players are fucking enormous. <laughs> I mean, these dudes are like six foot six, 300 pounds. And, I mean, do you know it's 6'6", six, six, 300, yeah, yeah. 300 pounds? <laughs> They're fucking enormous. And I'm like this fucking average white guy from Utah walking in. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do here? They're just huge monsters. 
And then what's surprising to me is like a lot of people don't they only see him how like they are in the media. So everyone you know puts on a some sort of front for the media because you don't you know it's hard to really open up to media people who are trying to get stuff out of you. But a lot of them are some of the nicest guys in the world. I mean yeah. just beasts like fucking beast monsters and they're like incredibly nice and considerate so well it's, it's funny just because they're big it, and obviously it's an aggressive game so that's what everybody sees about them. everyone it doesn't mean that. you're a bastard yeah. just because you, you play exactly. an aggressive game exactly so i'm sure it's like the same in you know the uk with like rugby you have huge rugby players yeah, and you like, like see them just tear somebody's head i'll be like i bet you that's a crazy best and then you meet them in person like they're actually really nice and down to earth yeah, and you know yeah. like gentle souls other than on the field mm. So, yeah, well, rugby similar. is like in the UK, rugby, quite around the world, it's like, despite it being an aggressive sport, it's known as like the gentleman's sport and it's like quite an upper class sport. So, like, no matter what happens on the field, it happens on the field and you always shake hands afterwards and stuff like that. And it's all about that's very much the culture in rugby. Gotcha. Okay. Like, I think that, that stems from like history, that stems historically, whereas yeah. American football isn't that, isn't that old, so you don't have that. Uh, like history sort of thing. Yeah. But but what? Uh, so you turn up and like, the, it, the, but like isn't there like a seventy people there? Hundred people there? Yeah. Yeah, there was there was a ton of people there, and then. So like, did, all the like, were you the only like new guy, or was there like loads of guys? There was quite a few new guys. So do you all like, stick together? Like what? what the hell I mean, mainly you mainly stick with your position group. Right. So. What position were you? Linebacker. Linebacker. Um, you know, linebackers like the defense, like you have the big sons of bitches on the D line. Yeah. And then right behind them was you. Was me. And then you had like the faster guys in the back who had to like cover the receivers and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I was like pretty much the middle of them. I mean, I, yeah. And um, you pretty much just to get to know the, your position group. So, I mean, there was guys on my team who were playing my same position, linebacker who had been doing that thing for. Hell, ten years. So that's the kind of guys you stick with because they're the ones that you're trying to learn from and get better with. So yeah, that's pretty much it. And then you do have a couple because I, I mean I still got like my best friend from up there is still he's the starting center for the Packers still. Really? I still talk to him. Still yeah. with him. Yeah. So I still have a bunch of friends who play in the still NFL. Play. Yeah, yeah. And chit chat with all those guys all the time. Yeah, that's sick. Like <laughs> some of our best friends from one of my best actually two of my best friends from college are both playing in the NFL for the Redskins and the Bengals really yeah, yeah. Wow. I can I mean I can yeah I can pretty much of course I mean I don't know why I'm surprised call, at that call a lot of people and yeah. get free tickets whenever I want so it's not yeah. yeah I knew I liked you because I'm going to be in the US next year yeah. I've always wanted to go to an American football game yeah oh <laughs> uh, yeah of course yeah well I don't know why I am uh, Jim, you move my bag? Jim. I don't know why I'm surprised at that because, I mean, obviously, you play with people and it's a small circle. Once you like, know, you've always yeah. got mates who have always got mates, and then even just going out with them, you meet people, don't you? Yeah. Sure. And, uh, <clears throat> so we're on a bus to Cartagena trying to get sold chocolate at the moment. Which, which is what happens when you're, when you're backpacking with NFL stars. Yeah. <laughs> they can tell I love the chocolate. The, uh, and so then, like, how, how long did you just have one tryout day with the Packers? And then they were like, the yeah, we want you. Or 
So the Packers, when I signed the contract, that was for like a month. So you went through like training camp with them. So I did training camp and did all that with them. Yeah. So it was, so that tryout more or less was like a month. And then I continued after that. And then two so months or something like that. So how long did you, so was that the, their, was that their preseason? Yeah. So you did their preseason. And then, did you play that season for them? So that season, I was just on the practice squad that season. Practice yeah. squad, right. So they keep a few players just to, to practice, practice again. So I, star is a long cry from what I was. I'll be the first to admit I was never an all-star or another freak athlete player. Yeah. I played up there, and then after a while they released me, went to Canada, came back, and then bounced around tryouts, had, like, offers and stuff. But I didn't want to play anymore. No. Yeah. So why did you not want to play anymore? It hurts. It's just because it oh, hurts dude, too much on your. My body. last year tore my MCL. I messed up all the ligaments, a bunch of ligaments in my ankle. So I mean, I still they still hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's going on. Can you do any sport now? Three years ago. Could I do any? Could sport? you do any sport now? Like, could you run or could you like play pick up bicycle? I mean, I, yeah, I, I run and do all that stuff, but. If it's like when it's cold, my knee tightens up and yeah. it hurts like a bitch. Really? Same goes my ankle. So did you have operations this to, or did it heal properly? However, it's supposed to. I heal. mean, properly is subjective. It yeah. healed. Yeah. But yeah. It, like when I move my knee a certain way, it pops. If I turn my head too far either way, the nerves shoot my shoulder down, so I can't move my shoulder for a second. Really? Yeah. For a second, as in like longer? For, for how long? Like now you're looking at probably. 10 seconds, I oh, feel right. like just tingling, yeah. and then my arm kind of goes numb, and then for a second later, it starts And these back. are all like impact injuries, yeah? Yeah, they all have, yeah, they still have these for the rest of my life. Yeah. Oh. And then, I mean, you, you look at my hands, they don't straighten. Damn. These fingers don't straighten at all. How come? You didn't play with the ball, did you? You were, you were, no. you were gripping things. You were gripping the players. People. So and these, these so ones, come? these ones, the tendons that make your hands band, bend, they snapped and they were in my palm. So I had to get surgery to fish them back through just to be able to go like this. These fingers dislocated both of these ones. So this section really went underneath here. So I had like a Z for a pinky. And I just had to rip it back out. Oh, in the middle of practice. In. Yeah, yeah, pretty much pull it back in. Yeah. Damn. So, <laughs> so, so that's why, because I'm. I mean, I don't know much about American football, but I know about the like. There's a lot of press about the injuries you get. Yeah. Like, it's mainly concussion, isn't yeah. it? And about, but about, and that's why I, I'm presuming just look what you just said there. That's why there's so much, uh, you know, like because college players don't get paid, but there's yeah. so much money involved in it. That, that, that I mean, wasn't there a case for college players to get paid or yeah. something like that? Yeah, yeah a I huge... mean, technically they do get paid. They just in college fees, they just don't get paid cash. Do yes, they? exactly. They don't get paid any money. They get well, they get paid like cost of living. Yeah. So they they pay for your schooling, they pay for your books, they pay for your housing and meals. But outside of that, you're not getting any money. Yeah. yeah. So you're pretty much making your, your colleges millions of dollars for you not get anything. Yeah. But free tuition, pretty much. So yeah, there was a a huge legal battle on getting NFL or not NFL, getting college players paid. And they're still working it out. I mean, now it's like um, you've heard of like the Madden games, like the yeah, video yeah, yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. There's like there used to be a college one, right. so like all the college players would be on there and they'd be stoked about it. Wow, yeah. But that was 
another corporation, EA Sports, getting paid for players who aren't getting paid. So they were using our names, yeah. but they, we weren't getting paid for it. Yeah, so yeah. they were making a lot of money off what we were doing when we didn't get jacked shit, pretty much. And it's, and it's like, it's not just the fact they're making money off your name, it's the fact that you're putting your body through that and not getting through paid. Through shit, isn't not it? getting that, anything that, That's like the point, isn't yeah. it? Because like, you're kids, like, you're kids yeah. doing that. and it's Yeah. yeah. But I mean, to me, it's like, I mean, imagine the same, imagine being, I guess you guys have soccer, imagine putting your heart and soul into soccer, you're not, like, you get a little bit, like, you get free housing, but other people are making millions of dollars off your name and off what you're doing. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to sit there and say, like, this is kind of fucked up, like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, that's kind of where they're at now, but, yeah, and, um... Well, what do you think? Do you think college students should get paid? I feel the ones that are making the biggest deal out of it are the ones that did not take advantage of their free schooling. So how, you, how do they not take advantage of it? Is you can get, I don't know how, you know, yeah, so they, they get work, fees, yeah. They get free schooling, Everything, yeah. but their free schooling is <laughs> bullshit. Like, like, after college, they can't get anything with that degree they got. So they right. pretty much got like a PE degree. Right, yeah. So, they can go to a, like a school and tell kids to run around. Like, I mean, they pretty much just blew four years of a lot of money yeah. for nothing. Yeah, because of course, if you if you're getting a scholarship when you wouldn't be able to go to college previously, yeah. and yes. then whether even if you don't make it in the NFL, if you can go and make money because of your degree, exactly, then that's when you're that's you're okay when you're it. that's when you're basically somebody invested in you, didn't they? Rather yes. than like. You, you, you take that approach rather than I'm not getting paid exactly. for this shit. Like, exactly. Yeah. So, you, I mean, do, on the flip side, you get people who, who have great opportunities to play in college, get all the college paper who, like you said, would otherwise never be able to go to college or afford it, and then they become, like, doctors. Yeah. And now they're making a shit ton of money yeah, even though they're yeah. not playing anymore. Yeah, so they yeah. took full advantage of the yeah. free system, yeah. and a lot of people don't do that. Yeah. And those people, the ones that don't do that, are the ones that have the biggest issues with with not getting paid because yeah, yeah. they're trying to make money elsewhere now yeah 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 so because of course <clears throat> the thing about scholarship and college sports say is I was talking to Lars about it is so what is it like less than 1% will make it because say like what yeah. you got to the package right yeah. but you didn't start you didn't have a 10 year career that made exactly. millions of dollars exactly. like so and even if you make it it's like to make it big enough to pay for the rest of your life because it's a short career and it's probably probably getting shorter now that the average career of an NFL player is I think 1.8 years really that's it damn so if you make it even if you make it one year you make you know decent money one year but that's not enough to provide you for life and you're still putting your body through shit and you still have when you're done have to figure out what you're going to do next yeah which is where the education comes into exactly so no one gives a shit as soon as you're done with football no one cares anymore. Yeah, yeah. So what, is there no aftercare or after... Yeah. Well, there shouldn't be. Really. Like, in a way, you're an adult, aren't you? Yeah. You, you, you've got you a, made your decision. You've got, you've got a degree and you're an adult. Yeah. You see, you can't really do a whole lot of complaining if you if you approach the system correctly. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you made the most out of the opportunities, then... So I'm guessing... You do great. So I'm guessing you made the most out of the opportunities. So, yeah. for example... When you came back from Canada, you bounced around the tryouts, mm-hmm. and then you decided not to, to, so you wanted to give your body a rest. Yes. So then, what did you do? My grad school, or my degree was in mechanical engineering. Right. So, I was a mechanical engineer by degree, 
and then after that, didn't really want to be a mechanical engineer, went into construction management, and then went back and got my master's in business, and then quit after I graduated, now I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so where did you go to grad school? I went to grad school at University of Utah. So Utah State is where I got my undergrad, University of Utah is where I went to grad school. Uh, kind of, a bit. Do you want to go back to your seat? And no, no, only sorry. Your spot you can take or something? They won't sit on the back seat. They'll be scared. It's intimidating, isn't it? <laughs> the, uh... So... Oh, right. So, well, you got it in business. So then you went into construction management. Yeah. So, well, why did you not want to be an engineer? Because or, it's boring as shit. <laughs> That's what I thought. Why did you do it then? Wait, when did you choose to be a... To ma- you majored in mechanical engineering. Yeah, so, so, did you choose, so did you choose, like, at the end of your third year to, to do finish that? it, yeah. Okay, because, say, in England, we choose what subjects we do at 18, and we do that for our three-year course or four-year okay. course. Whereas you go to school, you basically do, like, general schooling and then yeah. decide what you want to do, right? Yeah. yeah. So I did the general schooling for, like, the first year, year and a half. I thought it was relatively easy because it was all kind of more basic mathematics and sciences. Yeah. And then after I got into like the actual engineering, I was like, this shit sucks. But I was, I was already two years into it, so I only had, I was almost done. Yeah. I wasn't going to start over another three-year degree after yeah. I had this schooling paid for. So I was like, I might as well just finish. So that was it. Finished yeah. and graduated and didn't want to do it, so I tried to figure out something else to do. Yeah, nice. It doesn't, when you decide at that age, it doesn't mean you have to do that for the rest exactly. of your life. A lot of people are scared that they have to do that for the rest of yeah. life, and they don't have to. Exactly. There's a statistic I heard is the average, I don't remember if it was the average, I think it was the average American, so it was an American statistic, obviously. The average American changes careers seven times before they figure out what they want to do. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, I mean, how, how many... How do they know if that's what they want to do? Because they still might not have tried something exactly. that they would have preferred. Exactly. Really. So I think it's like eventually it's you settle like for one, right? Yeah, you settle for one, yeah. Well, like, probably... Man, I've gotten eight of these things. I better choose something. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be in double figures soon. So say like a college. Like it must have been tough doing... Like what was your schedule like a college when you were in in season? In season? Like you, Wake what, you up. were lifting weights, you were mm-hmm. doing all sorts, and college. Were you in school? Were you in classes every day? Or? Every day. Yeah. So we'd wake up, generally we'd wake up around 5 to 5.30. We'd have team meetings, in this all in season, team meetings from like 6 to 8 o'clock. So that's when we'd watch film and do all this stuff. So do you watch the whole game or something? Or do you watch the opposition? Or? We watch the other team. Right. So we watch the other team. We watch our games usually like Sundays. So Sundays we'd watch our games and, and then, then get and graded then, on our games. And the game is on Saturday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then, and then Monday would come around and we'd start preparing for the other team. So from six to eight, we would in the morning we would watch film on the other team, start figuring out what the like, tendencies they have because everybody has tendencies, players, coaches, everything. Then at eight o'clock we would leave. Yeah. We would leave and then we'd go through school from like eight o'clock to one. So that was your school time. You don't always have school. Now you usually have like an hour break sometime yeah, yeah, and there yeah. to eat lunch. Usually around 1.30ish, um, you would have to go back to football. And then you'd have, again, meetings for about an hour and a half to two hours. So let's say 1.30 to 3, you'd have meetings. Then you'd have practice. And practice would usually last around two and a half to three hours. So we had three, three to, let's say, 5.36, you'd have practice. 
then you'd have to go get food afterwards, and then after that you would have to start your schooling around 6.30, 7-ish, and then, then on you're either with tutors and or you have to have study hall, and you, you know study hall is, study hall is the team requires you to be at school pretty much and studying. Um, they man, they pretty much yeah require it, or you. I don't know. You don't get paid. You get in trouble and all that shit. And that usually lasts for three hours at night. So then by the time you get home, you're looking at I don't know nine o'clock, ten o'clock, and then you redo it all over again. Yeah. Six days a week. So then, your day off, like all that schedule was Sunday. Oh no, Saturday. Sunday. Sunday. But so even though we had the day off, we still had school. We still had to be at football to watch the films like yeah. we had all this shit to do but that was yeah, our day yeah. off if you want to call it that so then on Saturday was just game day you never had any class but no well, so if we had, we sent us game days on Thursdays or Fridays so we'd miss class like right. we would tell our professors like hey we're not going to be here so they usually record they get everything they ready and they send it with us right. and then uh, yeah we don't have pretty much anything to do that whole day in reality like it's kind of funny to say, but our, our easiest days, if you will, our biggest days off are our game days. Yeah, because like, you, you can only focus on the game. Only the game. Yeah. The film's done. There's no more real meetings. And you just have your game for a three-hour block. And then after the game, you're free to do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, yeah. So if you get lucky, you have a game earlier in the day. And then you have the rest of the day off. So what, what would you normally do? Or what would the team do on a, on a Saturday evening slash night? There's a, have you ever heard the expression, win or lose, we booze? Yeah, of course I have, so That's baby. it, man. <laughs> was it a big boozy session on Saturday? Did everyone try and, was it like the when, release? When our team, yeah, when our team was good, uh, my town, the town that I, the college I went to was a smaller school, so like the population would almost double when school was in session. Right, yeah. So, the whole school was, or the whole town was around the school, so when we were good, everyone would go wild. Like, yeah. everyone would fucking love it. But then, so you're just like local heroes. Like, yeah, you, everyone, like, like, you go pretty much everywhere you go, everyone knows who you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> little celebrity. <laughs> you're a big fish in a little pond at that point. Yeah. So, and then, yeah, you pretty much drink, and that's like you said, your time to release. Kind of like, just let go of all the bullshit and. Have fun for a night, cause the work starts again tomorrow. <laughs> You're back in watching yourself tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And then, so did like, cause I, I've been to a few football games like USC. Okay. Uh, we played USC. Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. And uh, like, so, so the night, well, actually, but we, I went tailgating like beforehand. Okay, so like, oh, yeah, it's best <laughs> best day of my life. <laughs> no, but like, so like, obviously it's a big booze up, and we were like British guys there, completely yeah. new to us. It was brilliant. But then, and then afterwards as well, it's like that night in Georgia, like it's a it's a town, and like there's loads of bars, so like yeah. everyone's out that night. Yeah. Is that what it's like? Does everyone go out? Pretty much. Yeah. So like, even if they don't go out directly after the game, they will go out. They usually uh, yeah, after the game ends, everyone kind of goes, gets dinner, and they go out and hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Green Bay was fun. The stadium was in the middle of like a small town, and literally, I shit you not, is there was nothing but bars around the stadium. It's the brewery, isn't it? Yeah. The brewery town, right? Yeah. It, the yeah. So literally, it was the stadium, and there must have been about, I'd say, seven, eight bars all around, and people would literally just get hammered. I mean, blacked out, drunk, 
at these bars, and then everyone shuffles into the stadium, and then after the game, everyone goes right back to the bars. Back out, yeah. It was it was fun. It was funny. It was a good time. So what what was your what was your best game? Like what 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 games? What match? Well, you call it a match or a game? Game. Well, which game was like one that sticks out? Not not necessarily your best personal one, but say like as a team, you all like come together and won maybe against when you were the underdogs or the best atmosphere or the best stadium or like what sticks out? If you know what I mean. Um, my very first game, college game I ever played in, was and I didn't start at this point. This is when I was. It's hard to describe American football, but um, so you had like your starting offensive defense, and then you have special teams. Yeah. Special teams like when they yeah. kick the ball and that sort of shit. Yeah. So my first game, I was just on special teams. And my very first game was against the University of Oklahoma. And that stadium holds probably around 70, 70 75,000. And coming from high school, like our, my biggest high school game was 2,000, yeah. maybe. So going from 2,000 to 75,000, and you run out there and you see like in the tunnel, and you run out and you see just everybody in the in the stadium and they're just screaming and cheering your ass off. That moment was like, holy fuck. Like, <laughs> what that is so what, sick. What am I doing here? <laughs> so that was that was one of the big moments. Um, I could, but I mean, even 2,000 is... Like, if I played in front of 2,000, it'd be the most by a mile like, that I've ever played in front of. Oh, I went to a small high school, and that's what we were I know, but like, that's just crazy how big that is, yeah. like, all the town. It's just so, the sport is just so different yeah. in the US. Sport. 75,000. Oh, my God. Like, the biggest soccer club in England, Manchester United. Yeah. Like, probably like, one of the, if not the biggest. It was the biggest when I was growing up, anyway. Their stadium holds 75,000. It's, like, a famous stadium. Like, people, like, legends of the game. Yeah. Speak about matches there, seventy five thousand. Yeah. And like you're you're some kid will get out <laughs> some eighteen year old piece of shit Funny kid not know anything. Yes. <laughs> no, Balls the, the just biggest, dropped. <laughs> yes. Um, the I mean the the biggest stadiums in the States, I think what was it? I don't know. Michigan maybe holds like hundred and seventeen thousand. Yeah. I mean these it's stadiums crazy. are just huge. And um yeah, so that that kind of going from a snot nosed, not knowing a goddamn thing kid to yeah. this seventy five thousand stadium, I'm like, oh god, I think I might have shit my pants that first time. <laughs> yeah. If we're being honest, but it was, yeah, it's it's a huge, especially in like those bigger schools are always in towns that don't have anything. Yeah. So like Norman, Oklahoma, only has. The University of Oklahoma. Everyone goes to watch. Everybody. The whole town, the whole state down here goes yeah. to this university, or this university to watch the game. And football is by far the biggest sport in yeah. the state. So everyone, I mean, game days, it's a big game. The stores shut down. Yeah. I mean, restaurants shut down. All this stuff shuts down just they to be able to go. Yeah. yeah, everyone's at the game. I remember when we were in Georgia. So this was like the first time I'd really traveled in the U.S. And we, we, we knew we were going to the town. And we heard it was like quite good or whatever. And we knew they would go to a match. And uh, we walked into the hotel on like the Friday. No, I think it was, a th- we walked in on the Thursday. Game was on Saturday. Yeah. And there was signs in the hotel like, uh, well, it was the first game of the season. So what did oh, they say? Yeah. Comeback? Is it comeback? Homecoming? Yeah. Homecoming. Is it homecoming? Yeah. So it's like, uh, happy homecoming. Like, come and stay with us. 
like the, the next night, Friday night, one dollar beers. We're like, you're joking, like. So we stayed in a hotel, had some beer. Yeah. We couldn't believe it. We were meeting people. Like we went to go to the shop and buy merchandise. And like we were seeing how big the shop was. We couldn't believe yeah. it. Like I'd, I'd been exposed a little bit to US yeah. uh, colleges and stuff, but like actually being there and seeing it. And then of course we went tailgating and it was just- It's wild, It was huh? like 70,000 there, it was crazy. <laughs> it's fun, there's, I mean, that's, there's like another, I mean, another kind of avenue where, I mean, it's kind of sad to say, but a lot of what everyone does for sports is money driven. Yeah. People are making so much money oh, it's crazy. off the jerseys, the merchandise, yeah. uh, I mean, everything. And that's like another argument for why a lot of people believe that players of colleges should get paid. Because yeah. they sell our jerseys, even though we don't get fucking oh, cool. any of it, yeah. they're still making money off us. Yeah, so. I mean, they, they play it, or they the commercial side is the same as a professional game, yeah. basically. Yeah. Exactly. But the, the people who don't want to pay, so the colleges, I suppose, are they are they claiming that you do get paid because you got free school yes. and stuff? And is that are they saying you do get paid, you just don't like get paid cash? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I've always wanted to go to one of those big English soccer matches, though, because you see them on TV and the whole crowd's going wild and that sort of stuff. I always yeah. been kind of interested. So it's funny because walking out seventy-five thousand at a college game in America. Or even a professional game. Like, it's very different walking out to a big soccer match, 75,000. It's just a different type of atmosphere. Especially college, where it's like college students are there and you get alumni coming, families come in. And uh, it's like more of a... It's like a carnival. I feel like it's like a carnival. (laughs) Honestly, being around in Georgia and USC, we were on the camp. I was with my family at USC. Me and my brother took them to tailgate. Was it at the Coliseum? Yeah, yeah, the match yeah. at the Coliseum, yeah. I mean, my mum and my brother had to leave because it was too hot. Because there's no cover there, yeah. is there? It's just, and it was in the middle of the summer, it was so hot. But like, they couldn't believe it either, it was just such a carnival atmosphere. But have you played at the Coliseum? Yeah. Hey, so sick. Yeah, we played, we played against them too. Did you win? No, we lost uh, 17 to 14. So we barely lost, but... Yeah, it's tight, huh? Yeah, they are pretty good. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that's a big boy stadium. What was the capacity of your stadium? 30, 32. 32. I mean, that's still, that's like a professional soccer, probably average professional soccer team. Yeah, but that was just, I mean, and that's like a small, that was like a smaller end, yeah. smaller half. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? It's, it's crazy. It's, it's amazing. It's, those stadiums hold so many people. But you realize how many people are dedicated when you go to those towns. Like yeah. you see, like oh, like the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming every town or every place in the town had some sort of Georgia Bulldogs something yeah, like in the, the school. Stuff exactly, like yeah. everything's painted. The inside's painted to the yeah. football team or other sports teams. It yeah. yeah, it's crazy. So it's like a whole town, not necessarily just a stadium. Yeah, it's not. It's not just like a team, is it? It's like yeah. the whole town. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> it's not bad. So how how was Canada? It's okay. Was there, is there a lot of people like you who go to Canada? Sort yeah. of because you get dropped from the college or anything. Good players in Canada were pretty much Americans. Americans, yeah. It's a different. It's a slightly different game, but it's enough the same that a lot of yeah Americans go up there and play yeah. up there. A lot of Americans like the CFL better. Really? Yeah. 
Why? You work less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you work less, eh? It's, uh, but does anyone then like go into the CFL and get their break into the NFL? Yeah, that happens all the time. Like, is that what is that common? Yeah. yeah, it's almost like you get experience by going to the CFL. Yes, and, and then obviously you probably grow and you get older, get more wise, and which mm. yeah. The uh, and is there much money in the CFL? Yeah, there there's is. pretty good money. Really? Yeah. It's like unless you're like a huge NFL star. Like you take like the average person yeah, yeah, in the yeah. CFL and the NFL, you make more money per hour in the CFL than you do in the NFL. Oh really? <laughs> but you're there. I mean, your your salary income at the end of the year will be smaller, but you're there. I want to say maybe a quarter of the time that yeah. the NFL players are there. So a lot of people. I mean, I talked to like when I was in the CFL and playing in Canada. Where, my, did, you, where did you play in Canada? <laughs> Regina. <laughs> I swear to God, it's called Regina. <laughs> no, you're not. You're messing with me. R-E-G- Why are you smiling when you say that? R-E-G-I-N-A. I thought it was Regina. <laughs> I sat there and said Regina, and I almost got bitched at because I didn't say Regina. Really? It's Regina, yeah. And um, my entire team was full of NFL players. Really? Like, every American there was from the NFL. It's like, what team were you on before? Oh, the Bengals. What team were you on? The uh, uh, the Texans. What team were you on? San Francisco. Everyone oh, up really? there played in the NFL, other than the Canadians that were required to be up there because it was the Canadian league. Well, did you need a certain amount of Canadian players yeah. on your team? Yeah, well, there wouldn't be any. They would just get rid of all the Canadians yeah. if they had it that way, yeah. But yeah, the whole team was NFL players. So did you like when you when you got on the Packers? Were you like were your eyes lighting up, thinking, "Car, I could, I could like make it big here"? Could you? Like, I mean, because you're still so young. It's not even if you did it now. Like you're 28, right? 27. 27. Like I mean, you're still very young. Yeah. And in terms of a lot, you, if you get like the wages that um, obviously I'm talking about the big stars of the NFL. I'm yeah. Not saying you you wouldn't have been on that money straight away, but. No. Would you, uh, like, your eyes do light up a bit and you think, oh, shit, like, I could make this money and, like, help my family out and stuff like that. Were, were you there? and we, Or were you thinking, I've worked really hard for this, like, I'm so happy? Or... I did it more... I'd say when I was there, I did it more for the experience of being there. I, I knew from the beginning I was, I was never going to be a player who was going to make millions. Yeah. Right? I mean, imagine it's no different than professional soccer I mean everyone wants to play and everyone wants to be great but there's only one or two Messi or Ronaldo's who are making millions upon millions right so well, there's a lot making millions though yeah but there's only but a, there's more leagues there's like in the, in the NFL is only in there's the only US. one league yeah, yeah. there's only in, one league in, in soccer you could you can make millions in Spain England Italy okay like so it's a bit so there's the way they're, and they're different entities and stuff Okay, so that's However, I know what you mean in terms of like if you know you're not like you didn't walk into the first you weren't you didn't walk in to be a starter at the Green Bay Packers. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and and just kind of realistic is. However, it wasn't Tom Brady drafted like 14th or something like that in the eight rounds. Yeah, the fourth round of seven rounds. Yeah, but I mean when you're drafted in the fourth round, you're still making pretty fucking good money. Oh really? Okay, right. So, I mean, in but then you can go on the flip side. Is I know. 
I don't know, but there's a lot of stories about people who were drafted in the first round who ended up being cut two years later. Yeah, yeah. It's I not mean, like you made it. No, you don't yeah. make it by any means. Like, that's just... It doesn't really do anything for you because you have to actually go there and play. Yeah. So you have these players who are in college who are phenomenal, go to the NFL and just be average at best, yeah. and then nothing it's, happens to me. It's men against boys, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's, it's kind of... It kind of goes without saying, but every level you get better is that much of a new tier. And that, and by that, I mean, like, you take... I'm assuming it's the same thing with your levels in soccer. Is you take high school. For me, it's high school. Only the top, let's say, of a team of 50 kids, only the best one or two players on that team will go to play college. Oh, really? Now, you have the, now you're at college. Yeah. You're only going to take the top two or three of a team of, I think our team had 120 people on it. So two or three of those kids, the best ones, are going to go to the NFL. So is that what it was, two or three? You made, yeah. Like, so you were one of two or three? My year was, there was four of us. Four, yeah. yeah. Wow. And then the, yeah, it's like you, you become a, it becomes a bigger pond, doesn't it, basically? Yeah. So yeah. you're getting, like, and everyone else, everyone else across the nation is doing the exact same thing. So when you get to those highest levels, yeah. everyone's a free. It's harder, yeah. I mean, there's no more, like, kids that are, like, pretty good, but not great. Yeah. Everyone's great yeah. at everything they do. So it's, I don't know, you just get that much better ability of the kids. At that point, the men, they're all, yeah, like, they're 26, 27, which seems so young. But at that point, they've had a four or five-year career already. Yeah. So... But, and, and um, so in terms of you said you you did it for the experience. Yeah. So was it quite an easy decision to be like, I'm just gonna leave it. Like my body's my body's had it. I'm gonna go back to grad school. Yeah. Or it was pretty easy. Yeah. I, I mean, it was for me. I don't get me wrong. I loved football. I loved the atmosphere. I loved the sport. But even in college, I knew it was it was a means to an end. Yeah. Like I was getting my school paid for, and that was the main reason why I did it. Yeah. I happened to be half decent, right? I was okay and had an opportunity to keep playing. But at the end of the day, I knew I, I'm not going to do this for the rest of my life. I'm not going to do this forever. I can't. Yeah, physically, I just yeah. can't do this forever. And I needed to prepare myself for when that time comes. Yeah. So that's why I didn't take the PE route and waste a bunch of time and other people's money. Is you actually do something with it. So when I, yeah, decided, like, I'm actually done with this. I'd had enough. I had gotten everything I'd wanted. Got. I met great people. I was in great environments to play football. Absolutely loved it. Had the time of my life. But then that chapter closes and the, a new one begins. Yeah. You know what I mean, I don't, I always, I never wanted to be the person that would sit there and be like, oh, back in my day or when I was younger, I could play so well. Because in reality, no one gives a shit. No, you know what I mean? No yeah, one gives so a everyone's shit. got that story. Everyone's well. got that story. We were talking about that with Owen, you know, because he, I said, did you play rugby? Because he's like, a, he looks like a rugby player, yeah. and he's, we could just tell he's a rugby player. And he said, yeah, I played, I played at uni, he's like, but then I broke my leg. And it was funny, he wasn't even trying to say that he was like the next big thing. And yeah. then me and Jim cop, copped on, we were like, oh yeah, we're going to play for England, going to yeah. play, we're the next best thing. We had, no, we, we had the best players in the world come and see me play, and we yeah. like, winding him up, but he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When we were saying, everyone's got that story. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't want to be one of those people that had that story. So as soon as it ended, Well, it's man, true because I don't. Um, we we spent, we spent the past four or five days together, yeah. and like no one's mentioned it until last year. Said it then when I was talking. I was talking to last about college. Yeah. And he was saying, "Oh, well, I was just a walk on." Mainly, it was like you speak to Jake. He he was like playing, and, and he went to play the NFL. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But he said you were like really cocky about it. You know. You, <laughs> I said <laughs> <an> asshole. <laughs> Uh, all right, it was it was good while it lasted. I, I bet. Do you know a few people then who are still trying to live off their like dream back then? Like, yeah. say like the people your age now, twenty seven, who might have got a year contract at the NFL, oh, made, made a little bit of money, and then they're just still still trying, still trying. Yeah, loads of them. They, a lot of people just can't accept that it's over. Yeah. In reality, it's you know more times than not it's over. But on the flip side, I got. Like uh, a good friend of mine, who's, do you know Bobby Wagner is? Do you follow the NFL? Bobby Wagner, he's a, he actually was the same position. He was my position before I started in college. So he went to the same right. college, and, and we were roommates on like our trips away and stuff. Oh, really? He just signed a deal with the Seattle Seahawks, who's another NFL team. Yeah, yeah. Which, when he signed it, was the highest paid linebacker in history. Really? So he signed a four year, $120 million contract. And that was just one of my buddies from college. Yeah. yeah. And he's, I mean, realistically, he'll be a Hall of Fame player, one of the best athletes I know, great guy. Yeah. So he's making it huge. And it was like, holy fuck. But on the flip side, you do get people who are like, oh, I'm going to do this one day. And I'm like, bro, yeah. you're 35. You might want to might want to get a new dream. But to each their own. I mean, he's sort of, he is each their own, because some people really want to do that. Yeah. Whereas... It sounds like you at college you knew and you accepted or you told yourself that. Yeah. So it's easy for you to just move on, isn't it? Where yeah. some people it's harder. Yeah. And like you never know, they might, but they might they make might something. Make yeah. They so really like, might which, make it. And which, I, I and wish them the best of yeah, luck. Yeah. So we'll see. Only time will tell. But so would you, if if you had, if you had a like a, a college kid who, if you were speaking to your twenty-two-year-old self. Like, what would you say? Would you say, go for this? Or even, like, would you say, go for this NFL dream? It's like, you could work a bit harder and anything can happen. Or would you say, cut it now, like, go and do this, do that. Like, there's a big world out there. For example, we're in Colombia on a bus to Cartagena. Yeah. We've yeah. just been sailing around the Caribbean islands. But what would you sort of... I would have told myself to go for it. It's because... At that time, the, I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like a lot of people do stuff out of their comfort zone for the experience, yeah. right? I mean, if you didn't feel any different coming out here versus staying in England, you wouldn't come out yeah, here, right? Yeah, you yeah, want to yeah, experience yeah. something different. And most people I knew, well, damn near everybody I knew other than a couple, hadn't gone to the NFL, hadn't gone play professionally. And I was like, man, at least give it a try. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're... you're You'll meet great people. You're going to have a blast doing it. Work your tail off and just enjoy the ride. Enjoy the experience. I think that's what a lot of people have struggled with, and myself included, is I look back and absolutely loved it and had the time of my life. But while I was in it, I never sat there to think, wow, like this it, is this, amazing. This is, yeah. this is phenomenal. Like You're getting people from across the country, from all these different backgrounds, come together as one and work towards the same goal. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just fascinating. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you come, 
get to know these guys with completely different backgrounds, like they're your brothers. I yeah. mean, you're going through all this shit with them, and it's like... Man. And the thing is, because you're doing something physical, like, you're literally putting your body on the line. Yeah. It's almost like that extra bit of, like, unity. Yes, which, like, exactly. It's uh, like, I mean, think about, like, your... Some of your... I mean, you, you played soccer, and you had some success in soccer, right? Yeah. Like, you're... When, when you're at, like, certain levels... You can look to the person, the guy next to you, and even though it's miserable, you're both exhausted. You kind of look at each other and it's like, we got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't have to say anything, but you can see in each other's eyes, like, we're going to have each other's backs. No matter what happens, we're still going to be brothers, we're still going to be friends at the end of this. Let's work at everything we can for this dream. That, that, that's what, like, sport is, though, isn't it? That's really? exactly like, what sport is, and that's why people do it, is that yeah. those experiences, yeah. right? Yeah. You, and you don't get that in other industries other re- other avenues so looking back I would have told myself to do it anyway yeah yeah, yeah. you know what I mean I mean it was a sweet experience I don't regret anything like am I beat up does my body hurt a little bit yeah but I wouldn't trade anything for the time I had yeah so well, what about the time since since you gave it up and since you in what context like sir but is there any I'm not saying that you regret that you went down that route but do you wish that maybe you got a, you went to grad school a year earlier or something like that for example because then maybe you might have been on more money or you might have got a certain job at a certain time or some do you think ah oh, yeah or, or you might have been able to travel before or you might have met somebody before do you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and at the moment now yeah. I haven't had any regrets with it. No, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying you should. I don't. I don't think you should. I, I agree with yeah. what you just said as well. So yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. So no, I haven't. I haven't regretted anything. I. I mean, I look back. I had a great experience. I met a lot of good friends. Met a lot of great people. But I, I would redo. I would redo it all over again. No matter what happens in the future. Yeah. Like yeah. say, I, ten years, I can't remember my name. I still wouldn't trade <laughs> it. You know what I mean? And now it's like. I mean, I guess it, it's pretty much what you. I don't know, dude. What you said to me earlier is like, "What's your dream?" I'm, I got it. It's been in my head all goddamn day. <laughs> and, and I've been thinking, it's like, it's like, people think it's like they want to make a ton of money. You know what I mean? And I sat there and like, I'm kind of like trying to go through like. Wait, so let me put a bit of context on this. So me and Jake were sitting next to each other on a boat from Capugana to yeah. uh, Capsuro to get a bus to Cartagena. So it was like 11 a.m., sun was shining, and we were having laughter upon laughter. We were, we were talking about all sorts of crap. Yeah, all and sorts then, of And then shit. I just said, Jake, what's your dream? And it, it ruined my life. It ruined <laughs> my life. I've been hit, thinking about it ever since. It hit Jake for six, and now we're like six hours later. <laughs> yeah, I'm and still, still thinking, thinking about, about it. it. He's, he's been avoiding me for the past six hours. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta come back with something good. He told a great dream, and I was like, man, I just... But I don't. I, like I don't. I didn't ask it expecting you to come back with an answer. Yeah. Like, it's this, this, this. When like, because it could be a lie, and it, and but it's, <laughs> it's actually a good question to ask. Like what I was saying, it's a good question to ask because it does get you thinking, and then you realise, like I would love to do that, and then you start to act in a certain way to, yeah. that can get you towards that, and it, then if if you get there and you realise that bro like this isn't as good as I thought like but I, I enjoyed what I did before more then like you could do that a bit yeah. more and, and then to get you I was speaking to Lars and he was saying like it's not just about happiness it's about like the fulfillment of doing something and yeah. like and then like well, you, what were you going to say but you were saying about money but. yeah so I mean a lot of people I guess their dreams if you will or you know 
Audrey want to make a ton of money. They yeah. want to be able to to do all this to to have this later on. And it kind of hit me. It was like, I mean, for what? Why, why would I want a bunch of goddamn money? Like, so I can sit there and wipe my ass with big bills? Like, no one gives a shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, man, I don't want to make a bunch of money. I'm, and then it's like, it's like, I mean, what, at the end of the day, is what, what do most people get the most satisfaction and joy out of? And I think you hit the nail right on the head. Is I mean, you, you want to help people, right? I mean, helping people at the end of the day is that's where you're going to get, like, you're going to feel the most satisfied with what you're doing and the time you're spending doing it. So it's kind of like, I don't know, you got to figure out a way to do that. But, man, I can't believe getting to describe how much I've been thinking about this goddamn, <laughs> damn question. <laughs> I've been sitting here, I was like, I'm like going to checklist, man, and I'm like, like, <laughs> like, can I make a lot of money? I was like, yeah, man, I'd probably figure out a way, but I don't want to do that. But I want to just, kind of just, you know, do the party thing for the rest of my life. It's like, it's fun now, but no, I don't want to do that. Yeah, like, yeah. I just, you know what I mean? You keep going yeah, yeah, through yeah. these things, like, I haven't found it yet. Yeah, but, but you're closer now than you were at 11 o'clock this very, morning. Very, so. very true. I think it's a great way, and it's a great question to get you to think is what's, what you're passionate about and what, yeah. where, where you want. I mean, I don't know, man. You, see, you said it beautifully in that it kind of gets you to act in a particular way. It gets you to pursue a particular direction. And that will kind of eventually lead you down the path that you want to take and lead you to your final destination of your dream. Yeah, but, know, but like the dream does have to be a destination as well. Yeah, That's the thing. Exactly. Because it's, your dream could be a way state of, of mind, it's, it's, state, it's, I mean, everything. My, dr- my dream for, for about four years <laughs> has been to go to South America. And like we just arrived, it's like I'm living my dream now. Yeah. I'm so happy, I can't tell you. Yeah. Like, I'm just so, and I've barely seen Colombia, and let alone yeah. the whole continent. And you've been in a boat but, in, a, in a bus for yeah, about ten bus. hours now. <laughs> but like I'm so happy. I've honestly, like we left ten months ago to go to South America, yeah. and we didn't get there for ten months. But like we, I've been talking about it for like four years, and yeah. I've travelled to the US a little bit in that in within them four years. Just spoke about it loads and. But like everything has contributed to coming here, and then yeah. I might not even like it, but I mean I'll figure out, I'll figure that out, won't yeah. I? And it's, but like it's, what it's true what you say, like you get on that path, you get on that path, and then like it's not just a destination because, or if you if it is a destination, yeah, then like you need to figure out like how best to act when you're there, yeah. or like to, for example, like to help people get on their dream, or or to help you when you're there, or continue on the right path afterwards. Yeah. Of course, your dream now or like the goals now will be different than in ten years. They're different yeah. to when you were at college when you wanted to go to the NFL. So True. like, but then like you said, the one chapter closes, another door opens. If you can't close a chapter, then like you you're fucked because you're just always going to be in that chapter, True. like and not not going for the right thing. Very true. And what I noticed is when I was playing football, and you know, I was a kid, and I think every kid wants, you know, has the same dream as they want to play, yeah. play professionally, right, in front of people. Yeah. And when I got there, it's always when I kind of realized I had gotten there, but I, I noticed the journey was better than the destination. And you have yeah. to tell me now that you're down here, was the journey better than the was was your journey of getting here better than the actual destination? Well, of course like it was, because I've been in a fucking bus. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Is, is no, but it is, yeah. You've been, you gone through Central America, right? You think you started, did you see that in Mexico? Did you Mexico, start? yeah. Mexico, yeah. you worked your way down, you've met great people, you've worked, I mean, I mean, you've met great people, you've done incredible things. Um, 
and then you get there and you realize it's like I said I mean one chapter closes a new one opens but the whole journey of getting to your goal yeah it's, more times than not is better than the actual getting like, there 100% it's all, yeah. it's all about the journey yeah like, it's, it's incredible huh? like even like them boat rides we just had through the Caribbean like the one in the first one in the rain that rain like I loved it like it's, it was it's phenomenal just so, wasn't like, it? and the boat rides you bite like this I was saying today I said I was saying to Ryan earlier because it's easy when you're when you're a backpacker, you're so privileged that when you travel for six hours, you just want to sit down again because yeah. you feel sorry for yourself, whatever. Yeah. But I was saying that, like this is the journey to get there. Like today, say you have we have to get a boat and then a six-hour bus. But if you yeah. don't enjoy, like I love these boat rides because you either talk to people, you listen to a podcast, yeah. you like do like you do, you read or you listen to music, you look out the window and see it's a different thing. Like there's and then you think a lot as well. Funny yeah. enough, but the. Uh, like I love this journey to get there because yeah. if you just arrived in Cartagena, like it wouldn't be, you wouldn't feel like it's good, would it? Yeah. Like it's, it's the same yeah. with you. Like in a way, your your college journey to get to that Green Bay package, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and it's like a degree. You got to enjoy the degree. It's like a pregnancy. I'm pleased I won't never get pregnant, <laughs> but you might as well enjoy yeah, yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> the small things, right? Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I hope this hasn't been like the shittiest podcast you've ever had. And I'm Bro, like 50, an 55, min- 55 minutes. <laughs> like after this, you go no. right there, don't listen to this shit. And then you just like... <laughs> yeah, delete. Delete, yeah. <laughs> no, all right, so we can end it. But the thing is, I, I haven't felt like... I've, I've been holding the phone here, but it hasn't felt like... I honestly like, thought it's only been five yeah, minutes. Yeah, like we've just been chatting. I thought it's been five minutes. The... Uh, Wait, but I, I finished with three questions, right? Because okay. I don't ask like formal questions apart from these three questions. Okay. So the first one is, uh, what's the, what's, the, what's your most favourite destination that you've been to in the world outside of the US? So I'm not sure if you left the US before this trip. But yeah. Favorite place I've been so far. Um, I might have been the Sandblast Island tour, man. Yeah. That was phenomenal. Yeah. Like, literally, it's it, it, there was nothing but beauty, and it was—I mean, it was gorgeous to do. And you know, I was thinking, about it was, it was, was it expensive? Yeah, I would have paid triple that for the experience. Yeah. In, in reality, and my favorite thing about backpacking and traveling is the destinations you go to and the places you see are phenomenal. But it's the people that make it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I mean, we get this. I mean. Two average guys from England and you, you know you, the states, this is Utah. You know what I mean? To come together and I mean, like you said, we've been hanging out for four or five days and it's been just to me, it's been a fucking blast. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're getting these people. I mean, you get two from Germany. We got you know Leo and Lilo, and I mean, just phenomenal. You know, and people from all over the world to come together and share in this experience together. And I think that's so. Probably Bogus is the first time I've actually had that happen or not Bogus um, Sandblast Sandblast is the first time I've actually had that of people coming together and spending all the time together you know yeah. what I mean and it's kind of like you I mean it's always this kind of first day like how's everyone going to be but by day four I mean like you proved you we were ripping ass around each other and we came <laughs> like, like a little family <laughs> I wasn't supposed to say that <laughs> Right. You can you can delete that part of it. Yeah. Question number two uh, is uh, 
do you think that traveling has changed your perspective of life or the way you view things <laughs> like not in a philosophical way but just do you feel like it has changed you and the way you look at things um, I'd say yes so far and I hope it continues to do so um, Americans or people from the states pretty much get kind of stuck in their ways of the states are right everyone else is wrong this is how it should be everyone else is should incorrectly which to me is the most idiotic thing I've ever heard but I mean you kind of start speaking with other people and you see other cultures and you realize like there's all these people that have you know great ways of doing shit and and it kind of opened my eyes that the American way isn't right it's it's a different yeah and could some people say like this is my favorite way without a doubt but it's kind of just opened my eyes and changed me that it's like not everyone does the same thing that people back home do yeah. you know what I mean and it kind of I'd say to a certain extent it just makes you more accepting like yeah. there's I mean everyone's different everyone has their own things that make them click everyone has their own beliefs and well Charlie you either shun everybody and just piss off everybody and have a miserable time or you become more open-minded, more accepting, and you, you know, kind of go with the punches and then you're going to meet all these wonderful people. So yeah, I'd say it's, it's made me more open-minded and more accepting than everything else. And I hope it continues to change me for the positive, or at least what I perceive as the positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good answer. <laughs> okay, last question is, do you listen to podcasts? And if so, which ones um, would you, you recommend? Know, I listen, let's see. You don't have to listen. Like, like A lot of people say no. No, no, no. And I have listened to podcasts. And um, I only started listening to podcasts maybe a week or two weeks before I left this trip. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I only, I've had a very small, finite amount of podcast experience. Yeah. Um, but I listened to Tim Ferriss. If you're familiar with Tim yeah, Ferriss, he's a I big really like his invest. I liked his I liked his podcast in that because this is what I don't like about some podcasts. Maybe I'll start with this one: is I don't like podcasts in where they shove their opinions down your throat. Yeah, yeah. Like in a lot of the podcasts that I've heard about, is is them just saying what they believe, what they think, what they want, and all this shit. I like more. I like podcasts that are more. You kind of. They give you the facts. They give you different scenarios. They give you other people's experiences. And then you make your own conclusions about them. Yeah, yeah. And from what I've been... Like I said, I've only been doing it. I've only listened to podcasts like a week. So I've only heard like four of his. But he had a lot of different people on there that kind of expanded how I thought about stuff. And I thought yeah. that was kind of fascinating. He has good guests, actually. His guests. Because of his name, you can get good guests. Yes. Oh, I mean, and maybe because he's got a good podcast. But, like, I, I didn't find it that good. But, uh... Yeah. I mean, I've liked his guest, I think. Yeah, like you said, good, the guests yeah. have been pretty great to me, at least. I mean, at the end of the day, you can just ask questions, and if the guests are oh, good, then I'll, yeah, 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 I'll still listen to help, it. So. Yeah. Well, that's a good question, man. As you're doing this podcast, what's your what, what, what podcast people do you go for? Like, what's your... I listen to Gary Vaynerchuk. You know Gary Vaynerchuk? Uh-huh. I listen to, like, business and entrepreneurial, okay. personal development type questions. Yeah. Gary V, uh, I listen to Have It All. It's by the Satori Prime Brothers. They're, okay. they're American, they're American boys. Uh, Rob Moore, the disruptive entrepreneur. He's a British entrepreneur. Okay. He's pretty good. 
uh, and the one thing is quite good by uh, so it's about like Keller Williams you know Keller Williams the real estate company so it's a real estate company and they have like a podcast through their company but it's not them who are on it but yeah so they're pretty much what I listen to okay. right now I'm about to probably ask you that again and write yeah. some of these down I'm yeah, yeah. Remember. we can do that <laughs> <laughs> alright so that is NFL star Jake what's your last name? Dowdy Dowdy yeah. oh you told me that as well yeah. Jake Dowdy google him yeah he's famous please do <laughs> and, and, I've, and I've got a signature of Jake Dowdy for sale on eBay yeah. right now. Yeah. And across <laughs> his ass, too. I'll leave it on your ass if you want. So that's it, guys. Super Bowl 2019 is this weekend. Let me know who you think is going to win. I'm not even too sure who's in it. But let me know what you think about college players getting paid. Do you think they should be paid for the millions that they earn their colleges and other organizations and sponsors? What do you feel about Jake's conversation and the career he's had? I feel like he's got a great mindset going into his, into his late 20s, 30s after a professional playing career. So uh, let me know what you think. And if you've got a couple of minutes, guys, you can leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you're listening, as it helps us greatly. And share this with somebody. If you think maybe they're playing college football, maybe they want to go to college, hear a bit of a a college experience or professional sport experience or a backpacking experience. If you can share it with someone who provides value, then that's what we do. Thank you, guys. Have a great day wherever you are in the world. Adios.